0: Hey guys, it me, Ray. I'm back, host of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. I took a hiatus for a couple months because I was working on some other projects, but I'm glad to say that I will be back wherever you're listening to this podcast every Sunday, 9 30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. New episodes will be dropping, so please you know, get back in the groove and subscribe, rate and review this podcast so you can get those fresh episodes. I will say the reason that I was gone, among other things, is that I started a new cartoon, a web series with my friend Julissa. So I've been working on that. And I'm excited for you all to go see that. So please go to our website, Julissa Who, that's J-U-L-I-S-A-W-H-O.com. And follow us on Instagram at Julissa underscore Who. And yeah, it's going to be a funny cartoon, a great show. If you guys are in the LA area, we'd actually love to have you out to our premiere of the show. We're making space august 10th it's gonna be great we're gonna have a dj live music performances live stand-up comedy food drinks merch the whole nine yards so if you're in the la area please go to julisahoo.com and find out more about the event and it's free free 99 y'all know i'm cheap so i had to make that a deal for you guys it's free roll through come through if you're in la august 10th but other than that, you know, let's start the show. Right. Okay. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Stuff I Don't Like podcast, but I do like you guys. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was curious about
1: the name of the show. Well,
0: the show. <laughs> when it first started, I would, like, tackle different issues and kind of experts. Like, we had an issue about immigration reform and, like, actual things i didn't like and now you know it's evolved <laughs> sometimes i do talk about that stuff sometimes i just like i've had a lot of people that are like you know authors come on the show other sort of series creators so now it's evolved anyone can be on the show <laughs> but it's a catchy
2: That's title a yeah positivity <laughs> yes, yeah my wife is like Okay, you're, that's an interesting, interesting name of a show. So yeah. they like you or not? I was like, I don't know, we'll find out when we no, get there. No. Any press is good press,
0: <laughs> Like you. Okay. So yeah, your show is called The Pantheon. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously it's about Greek mythology. I had a chance to watch a few episodes. And it was really a creative idea, sort of synthesizing the ancient Greek mythology, but putting these characters in a modern setting and very funny. So uh, what inspired you to come up with this show? We have the... Oh, sorry. Let me tell you who's on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Go just... Both of you just introduce yourselves and tell the the audience a little bit about, you know, what your role is in the show.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am Daniel Valero Fletcher. I'm the, the series creator and showrunner, kind of. Um uh, executive producer, that's the type yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, All of the above. <laughs> something like that. And um yeah, 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 I made I started the Pantheon.
2: And I'm Rebecca Louiselle. You can call me Becca if you want. Um and I directed episode number three.
0: Cool, cool. So Dan, as a creator, what gave you this idea? Because like I said, it's a very unique sort of thing.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah. So I was working in um, Silicon Beach in L.A. and um, at this like tech, at this like kind of startup tech company, and uh, in like a non-technical role because they they needed people right out of film school to basically sit in a room and watch YouTube videos all day. Why? <laughs> that's <laughs> what a whole other story, but <laughs> but, um, interesting. but that's, yeah. That's but fine. the 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 folks who were actually like writing the code and making the software that we were using, they were like kind of off in the corner, and like whatever they did was magic. Like no one really knew what they did, <laughs> but if they didn't do what they were doing, like none of us would be able to exist, basically. And I, and you know, like I was an English major in undergrad, and I'm like. That's basically what gods were back in the day, and if the gods were still around now, they'd you know if they were you know wanted to control the weather, make people fall in love, whatever, they'd do it through apps. And <laughs> True. Then the show was born, and yeah, like a bunch of us at the company got together. Uh, yeah, we we started like coming up with ideas, and soon the show was rolling.
0: Cool. So, are people that worked at the company are they involved with the show?
1: Mm-hmm. That's about like a. About like a forty, sixty mix. Like like the it's it's not like an official production or anything, but um yeah, like we we're yeah, like we did some auditions, we you know, brought in, you know, just other filmmakers we knew. Um, but yeah, but like there there's a core of folks who like actually worked at that real office who were oh. then playing the gods working <laughs> at the office. And of course they let us shoot there, which was Yeah, was
2: awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. the, the key, That's because locations are expensive in yes, LA. So getting to shoot true. in a really cool you know tech office space was really fun Mm -hmm.
0: that's cool and as a director you know i'm all for female power (laughs) a female (laughs) director which unfortunately is rare (laughs) around here so you know how did you come into the series what motivated you to get
2: involved so dan and i have been in a writing group together for about four years oh wow Mm -hmm. and i've always liked his writing um You know, like he writes uh, all kinds of stuff and it's all really good. So uh, we had that kind of foundation. And one time at the end of writing group, um, I guess maybe a little over a year and a half ago, he was like, hey, does anybody know a director? I have this web series, you know, and I was like, well, you know, and I had to fight myself to be like, oh, who else do I know? And I was like, no, no. I'm a director, <laughs> so I was like, I'd be interested, and so he sent me the script, and I was I loved it immediately, and so, thankfully, he let me take a stab at it.
0: Cool. So, watching this show, it, like, gave me flashbacks to sixth grade when I learned about all these, like, Greek gods, and I was trying to remember, like, oh, who was that? Who was that? Yeah. So, I would think a show like this, you'd have to do a lot of research to make sure you know the characters are correct they they refer to like specific events so do you do all that research yourself or do you have researchers how to Oh learn? yeah no
1: no that's all me I have <laughs> just been a big nerd about this stuff for a long time I got some some of the mythology books over there Wikipedia helps too just mm-hmm. in case um though there there are like little bits where like you there are just so many threads tying people together like yeah. there's a bit like I just completely forgot that like Two of the characters were actually like mother and daughter for like the longest time, and then like we're like, oh, okay, let's do something. Because like <laughs> right. you, you look at the family tree, and it's not; it branches in some interesting ways. Yeah. But um, yeah. Which is good. Which is the fun thing about the show is it's both like an office drama and a family drama at the same time.
0: Do people sort of get inspired to learn about these gods and Greek history from watching the show? Because like I said, when I watched it, it made me want to go like read my old books and (laughs) refresh my memory. Have people commented like, this is cool. I learned something.
1: (laughs) I, I think a a a lot of it would people be like, oh, like I heard some like there was like some weird like throwaway joke we have in there and be like that's weird and they look it up like that's real that's like an actual? <laughs> <laughs> which was yeah
2: <laughs> yeah I had to do research too in order to direct it I had to remember like you know, so I actually ordered the same book I had in college about Greek mythology. I couldn't find it. And it's probably gave it away at my parents' house or something a long time ago. But um, I was like, Oh, okay, I'm reading this again. <laughs> but, um, but it was Yeah, it's fun. It was really fun to kind of, you know, brush up on all that stuff. Remember what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I was, you know, lost. <laughs> but I, I, you guys, you have the little like, Whatever subtitles that explain who people
1: lot. Right, it's like exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really, like, uh, a
0: lot about. of people. So, what's your process as the showrunner? Do you write all the episodes yourself, or how does it work?
1: So we have like we had like kind of like a writing a writing writers' room kind of thing for uh, the first two episodes. We kind of broke out all the stories for what our first season was going to look like. Um, we ended up going and then like there was a bit of a hiatus in between because like we so we got we did crowdfunding for the pilot and then we actually got uh, uh, like a stretch goal to get episode two done so we had two episodes which was great but two episodes not a season and uh, it was a while before we were able to get the resources to come back together for um, for the back half of the first season and um, in that time they were like you know, it looked like we were only going to be able to make two episodes where we originally were going to make four. So we had to like pull this from here, pull this from there and put that all together. And at that, at that point it was, yeah, I mean like, like every, everyone really gets a hand on the ball, but, um, yeah, at that point I, I just kind of had to like squeeze everything together to make it fit. And, and things also grew and changed as like, we got to know the characters better. Um, I do think like, yeah, like Beckett did a really great job in episode three, uh um, like you like the 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 reaction of God is like that's the episode where everyone likes really like settling into their characters. Like you mm-hmm. kind of really get a sense like, oh these are these aren't just like you know the larger than life gods, they're like real people, people in quotes. <laughs> um, but with like you know real real people emotions. Um and um yeah, so I, so that's kind of how the back half of the season kinda of came together.
0: Well, crowdfunding is really cool. So one thing I like to talk about on my show that actually is stuff I don't like. (laughs) As a creator, I feel like a lot of us sort of unfortunately feel beholden to the whims of studios and networks to greenlight our projects. So Mm -hmm. I'm always encouraging people to make web series, make, you know, scripted podcasts, make their own content Mm -hmm. to not you know, not wait around for someone to give you the opportunity. So that's something you did, but like, how would you say, what was the process? Was it, what were some challenges you face, continue to face and advice you'd give to people trying to do the same?
1: Um, crowdfunding is a full-time job. Um, when, when you're, when you're, you know, you have to put everything else on hold and say like, Hey, this is just, this is just what we're doing for, you know, the next couple months. And it's, it's like, just like, beating the drums, saying, like, hey, this is still going on. It's uh, like, like the thing – because you, you can't be, like, shy anymore because, like, the way, you know, like, you know, social media is probably going to be one of your primary avenues. And the way all the algorithms work nowadays, like, even if someone follows you, even if they like your page, even if, you know, they're your best friend of the whole world, Facebook's only going to show them, like, one out of every eight things you post. Yeah. Um, so you got to – Yeah, it's <laughs> – yeah. And it's getting worse. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't see.
0: I was talking about that with my yeah. friend, like, about Instagram. Yeah. Like, why can't we just go back to chronological order? I like, like chronological Like, it's order. so, it's so, it's much harder, as you yeah. said, if mm-hmm. you're just starting out to get attention because it's not in chronological order. Mm-hmm. They force feed you, like, the same content over and over Sponsored instead of. content. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Instead of introducing you to new things, but you found a way around that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean it's just just a lot of hard work uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of people coming together and just and just keeping it going. And and it's tough. Like even so like even getting getting the word out about our just like not, not even crowdfunding but like just the episodes coming out. Mm-hmm. Um the like the bang for your buck we got releasing the first couple episodes versus the last couple, it was just like so much harder like you we'd you know or say we have we have like you know we have like something like 10,000 followers on social media and back in the day like I could just post something and we'd get like you know 900 a thousand impressions um just from saying like hey pantheon yay um you'd say like hey a thousand people saw this like cool Mm -hmm. and now, like, you do the exact same post, and you get the little metrics back, and it'll say, like, hey, like, 140 people saw this. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> the, what, what are the other, like, 9,900 people doing? And they're like, I don't know, but if you pay us 30 bucks, you, know can, <laughs> yeah. you can you can get it <laughs> to them.
2: But it's such a catch-22 because, and I've been noticing this, too, I, I wasn't involved in the crowdfunding mm-hmm. for this, but I've crowdfunded other projects, and it it is getting harder, and it it's like you know, you feel like you have to do, you have to put a budget towards it. But if you're a creator working with no budget, you don't have the budget, you know? So then you're like, well, I could spend $30, but then it also looks weird because then it's like sponsored and my friends Mm -hmm. and family are not going to respond as well to that, you know? So it's, it's a catch 22 as well. So it just comes down to persistence really, and following up with everybody, every way you can, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you see them in person, Hey, did you get a chance to check it out? You know, or, yeah. That kind of thing as well. Yeah, it's
1: like getting, um, yeah, we like re- launched our episodes on Facebook um, kind of late in the game. We were we were very YouTube focused in the beginning. Um, and so we, we had to be like, okay, everyone's like, like talk to the whole cast and crew. Like, okay, we got to get up at like six in the morning and post this thing. And everyone has to like it mm-hmm. within the first like hour to just try to get it over that like. Oh,
0: oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, and, spe- <laughs> yeah, and especially because, yeah, like, Like, Facebook hates anything. If you try to link outside of Facebook, they're like, oh, no, we're not going to show that to anybody.
2: You have to post it natively on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. So, but that's annoying because then our front, you know, people have watched it on Facebook, so they're not going to watch it on YouTube, so then we don't get the YouTube views. But we wouldn't really get them anyway, so it's just this... So, yeah
0: this is i'm learning a lot yeah. <laughs> wow so as a director like you talked about crowdfunding mm-hmm. i talked about you know statistically there's a very low percentage of female directors given a shot mm-hmm. so how has you know making your own projects and and uh you know creating your own work helped you as a director grow as a director
2: well, it's always practicing the craft, you know what I mean? And um, that's really important, you know. And um, it, and even so, because uh, I directed the uh, episode three feature creep um, for the Pantheon, and then I also directed nine episodes of a series called Ellie Picker, which is on Seed and Str- Spark's streaming platform. Um, is that and, the CW
0: one? No, no, uh-huh. no. It's, uh,
2: Seed and Spark is, like, competing with... Um, Kickstarter and Indiegogo. But they're a really cool company because they're really interested in fostering voices of women and people of color. And, um, so that they've gotten into the subscription streaming service as well. So you, you know, you pay like Hulu basically, and then you get to see their content. So that's cool. Ellie Picker is on Seed and Spark. And, um, the, you know, it's, it's good. It's good for my resume. If you will, it's good to be able to, you know, send, Links to future people that would hopefully want to hire me, <laughs> um, and it's good practice because I am I have a feature script and I'm almost done with a pitch deck and we are trying to go out for funding for that. So that project, in order to get it off the ground, has just taken really it feels like forever <laughs> because um, you know because we haven't really known how to raise the funds for it. It's probably um, depending on who we would get for cast. It, it could be done for say ultra, ultra low budget. Sorry, I get overexcited. I talk really fast. I'll try to slow down, but, um, or it could be more like, you know, closer to a million, depending on if we got some name talent or something like that. Um, but in the meantime, while I've been trying to get that project off the ground, doing these smaller projects helps me, you know, make sure I don't forget how to direct (laughs) and there's always more to learn as a director or a filmmaker in general, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the lucky thing about being a writer. It's like, oh, all you all you need <laughs> is like an empty page and a keyboard. Exactly. Right. 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 A director. You can, it's uh, sort
2: of. Yeah,
0: I tell people like people I know that are actors and directors. I think it sort of relies on someone else, a writer. You can just make it up, but I think even directors if you're creative you can make something that requires no actors or just one location like I was watching an interview with Ava DuVernay and Mm -hmm. she was saying how when she wanted to be a director no one would give her a shot because she didn't have experience Mm -hmm. but she didn't have any money to uh (laughs) to basically make her own uh film so she said you know i'll write to the budget i have Mm -hmm. so she's like you know what's the most expensive thing when you're shooting changing locations Mm -hmm. so she wrote a whole short film that just took place in one room and controlled that environment so you know if you don't have a budget you can always create to whatever budget you do
2: have i think absolutely yeah sometimes sometimes you come up with fun and interesting more creative ideas because you're constrained in a way too. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's like? What's a production schedule like on a show like this? Because obviously, it's a web series. I'm always interested in people that have web series. How it's ran? <laughs> like mm-hmm. as you know, as you know, working on a you know a, an actual TV show. Um, how do you take lessons from, I guess, how you know television shows are ran <laughs> to how you can run a web series.
1: I think we we definitely aspired to get um, kind of a, a television esque uh, shooting schedule together. It never really <laughs> happens. <that way. laughs> each each of our each of, we we shoot eat. We ended up just shooting each episode independently. Um, it's two day, two days for each episode. Um, it was really good because, like, the first episode we were able to get like nine minutes done, and the second and the fourth episode we were able to get like twenty minutes done at the same time. So, like, you so working with the same people, you can really get a rhythm together, and you get to know the space you're working in, and you can you can get a lot more great stuff done in the same amount of time. But yeah, we never we went working with like web series level resources, like getting like like, we, we definitely dreamed of having that, like, rotating thing, like, okay, we'd, like, have folks over in the writer's room, then we'd go out yeah. to set and come back, and, yeah, no, never <laughs> It was basically, like, just four, four, like, you know, short film shoots mm-hmm. over, over four weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but definitely if you can get that that schedule together, it's great. But it's tough, because, like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know, you're calling in a lot of favors, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks, you know, have their own schedules, a lot of folks have day jobs, and, like, Getting getting everyone together at the same time is 90% of it. And yeah. then, like, after that, it's just fun and games, making mm-hmm. the thing happen.
2: Yeah. And then there's, you know, post schedule as well, because post takes, you know, some mm-hmm. time. And, again, you know, trying to find the, you know, um, the best people on the least budget, basically, yeah. <laughs> as far as post is concerned. And so, um, you know, that kind of takes its own time. And then, you know, because we all have, you know, various types of day jobs and so we're you know our editor was in new york and i was here in la and so we were you know talking back and forth between new york and la which actually worked out better than i thought it would um i was kind of apprehensive about it but he was really great and you know it it worked out really well um but it is you know still the time difference you have to plan ahead more you know as far as scheduling
1: and also just moving giant like video files yes exactly that too
2: (laughs) yeah Absolutely, but on the other web series that I directed, we did it a little bit differently, and I think you're right. Every web series kind of tackles it differently. Because then I was talking to some other people at one point, and they were trying to figure out how they were going to do it. But we um, we did the, we shot the pilot and used that to help fund the Kickstarter in order to get the money for the rest of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we had ten days of production over like four or five weekends in the summer. Um, and we would sometimes do like a three day weekend. So we'd like, we'd take one day off of work or, you know, maybe, or something like that. Um, and we got, so we, we, we got all nine episodes filmed in those 10 days, like six weeks or so. So, but that required a lot of planning ahead too. So (laughs) that, um, that was just the way we ended up doing that project, but it it was kind of cool because we didn't really, we didn't shoot chronologically. There would, we'd be like shooting, um, episode six and episode three in the same weekend. So you really have to keep your head straight. Okay, what scene does this belong to? What's happened? What wardrobe? You know, that kind of thing. But then um, the part of the series that we did then experience with that was um, in more, more in post. So we, when we were about to launch, we already had like four episodes fully finished, but then the other ones were in various stages of post. So then we had to make sure that we were finishing them all, you know, as we were releasing. So... It's kind of interesting, different process.
0: Yeah, Um, I want to get into more of the marketing stuff, Mm -hmm. because I think that's the biggest hurdle, at least for myself as a creatives, other creatives that I talk to, you know, they're good at making something but they don't know how to actually promote it and sell it and you know if you can't do that you know you might as well be creating a in a vacuum because no one can can see it mm-hmm. so, so like you guys have successfully you know done crowdfunding i know mean, we talked about the algorithms but are there do you guys like actually have you know someone that does pr for you or someone that you know it's, even if they're not professional like you have a friend that's good at that you know I, I just I want to help people understand how they can actually market because I think a lot of people have the wrong impression like mm. I filmed something it's on
2: YouTube yeah.
0: <laughs> they Why don't yeah watching? they yeah. don't understand yeah, yeah, yeah. how yeah. how to actually promote themselves mm-hmm.
1: how did it go at the beginning yeah. for you guys it was it was it's, it's been me <laughs> it's, it's it's just like a lot of a lot of time on, on social media mm-hmm. and, and, and and not, it's not just me, like right. other folks are, are really helping out, but it, but it is, it's the same, it's all the same names you see in the credits. Um, you know, like it, like in terms of, yeah, like getting, getting like a full-time social media manager, it's not going to be kind of like a fun artistic job. I think <laughs> you're going to find someone eager to volunteer for, mm-hmm. um, and and it's a lot of work and it's it's like diligent and it's like keeping regular hours and like keeping regularly scheduled posts and it's engaging with people because you don't just want to be like shouting out the same ads at the world you want to be like talking to people you want to talk to other web series creators you want to talk to other filmmakers you want to talk to like other creatives like uh, there are like some really great artists we've talked to who've done like fan art for the series which has been really cool um and yeah, and it's it's just really keeping that going, um, and it's tough, and it it it's just like it's a, like as a as like an independent creator, it's just another hat you have to wear, because mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, if you if you if you find a friend who's like <laughs> you know just who wants to become like a like a social media manager or like a curator or something. Uh, that that is a very precious find. I should hold on to that. Yeah, uh, for a family member
2: or somebody like that, yeah. that'd be ideal. But it's not you'd have to pay for it otherwise. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So and we're all we don't, on we don't the have budget. the budget. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: look, like, like um, my listeners know that I'm a graphic designer too. So luckily, you know, I make a lot of stuff <laughs> myself. Awesome. But I still like as far as logos, even like content, I can make. But, you know, it's still hard to promote that content. Mm -hmm. And I think people don't realize how hard it is. And luckily, you know, I've learned a lot just from, like, the internet, talking to... I randomly know a lot of people who are like low-level Instagram famous, <laughs> not, <laughs> that not that, but you might they might have like forty thousand followers That's pretty or something. Good. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't have that, right, but exactly. like they have yeah. shared techniques with me oh, cool. and okay. like following people. But I do think a good technique, like you said, is sort of connecting with other creators, mm-hmm. um, following similar like my. Podcasts, like i follow a hashtag that is relevant to my podcast and i'm sure to engage with those posts like leave comments like their posts Mm -hmm. and then i'll get a lot of like dms from people saying oh i saw you on the popular page for this hashtag because i engage with and i think a lot of people have it wrong where say if you're you know, a web series creator. You put like hashtag web series where oh, like yeah. ten million people use that hashtag. Right. So it's better to use like niche hashtags that maybe only five thousand people use, but those five thousand people are more engaged than everyone that's just hashtagging like vibes, mood. <laughs> <laughs> or like, well
2: you just give me a good tip. So yeah, I use you. Instagram
0: yeah. mostly. The the like an
1: insta yeah like no
0: everyone (laughs) uses that it's not gonna be helpful but people have it the wrong way where they think oh millions of people use this so millions of people will see it and it's like Uh, no that means another million people are are doing the same thing so it's better to use more niche ones that actually are relevant
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that I will sense. say, though, that, that hashtag web series, it's a pretty small, oh, tightly okay. knit group. Well, okay. on Twitter,
2: I think. But maybe yeah, just, on, on, uh, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter's pretty good that See, way. yeah, I don't yeah.
0: really use Twitter. Maybe I should. Yeah. So.
2: Twitter, it, Twitter's funny because, you know, I just even in my regular personal life, I I'm, I'm an inconsistent user of social media, yeah. so that's something I'm working on. Because I will post three times in a day and then go ten days without posting. Oh, yeah, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I don't really use Snapchat except for very minimally. <laughs> and it's not really my demographic, but, um, but yeah, so it's, uh, so in order, but in because I kind of have to promote my own work, then I have to be more consistent with it. So it's like a constant, like, Oh God, I should really post something. Yeah. What do I want to post? Ah, it's so
0: like, it's so annoying. I agree. <laughs> like, I've been slacking a lot lately, but it is consistency is key. Like when Mm -hmm. I was posting every day, like I would get new followers every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still get new followers every day from not posting, but not nearly as much. And yeah, it's just consistency Sadly, I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> I would try to, like, create a bunch of content. So it's like, I'm just going to take this one day, design a bunch of content, and have enough for, like, a couple months so I don't have to do this. And then...
2: That's really smart. Oh, we did that sorry. for some of the Kickstarters and Indiegogos. We did, we prepared some stuff ahead of time. But for my own personal stuff, I'm, like, not that organized oh, about yeah. it, you know?
0: Yeah, me my personal Instagram, I've had it for like five years and i think there's like 20 pictures on that i don't care <laughs> but like for my podcast instagram like i try to do that and i'm working on a web series with my friend right now and i'm actually gonna go meet her later oh, cool. today awesome. to talk about how we can you know market that because unfortunately i would say this job is like a large percentage of marketing yeah. they're more probably more so than the actual creativity mm-hmm. because, Absolutely. yeah so i think a lot of people don't realize that and it's something like like i said personally i don't like instagram but i'm on it every day because that's you know the format we're going for we're doing like very short one minute episodes so that's, that's the where we want it to post
2: oh that's awesome what's it about
0: um, it's a cartoon about oh. just, uh, it's based on my friend. Her name's is Julissa, so the character is called Julissa. <laughs> wow. And it's just about her, you know, daily life in weird situations and, yeah. <laughs> That's
2: a really good idea. Are you doing the, are
0: you doing the art on it? No. Uh, my friend, she is, um, she's actually a musician and she's really funny and she had this idea for to do this but she's not really a writer by trade so she she asked me to like look over it and give her feedback and I was like you know like why don't we just do this together she had only done one episode at that point so then I went through all the scripts she had written and rewrote them Mm -hmm. and then wrote a bunch of new ones and yeah now we're doing I made the logo we made a website we're trying to come up with some content that we can post. We're not gonna launch it till probably June or July.
1: Okay, but really we wanna yeah.
0: start seeding content to get followers and yeah. put like like, you know, a trailer out before it comes out. But It is very annoying, (laughs) like I said, especially as a writer, director, you just want to do what you want to do and not have to worry about that. That's the worst thing about being an independent creator Mm -hmm. is that you have to. Like if you were, you know, if you got a deal with HBO or Mm -hmm. something, there's Mm -hmm. an entire department that does that. You don't have to worry about those things.
1: Yeah. No, well, that's the thing. Like being, yeah, independent creators, like you... I feel like there's a sense that a certain point, like, oh, you know, like if the thing's good, people are gonna just flock to it. Mm No, No. (laughs) there's a there's a reason why there's like six hundred thousand billboards around LA for like Avengers. Right? If if people just went to go see stuff, they wouldn't need to do that exactly. Um, So yeah, so you gotta, yeah, you can't be shy.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. So um, what was I going to say? I was going to ask. Oh, so what is the goal of um, having this series? Because I know a lot of web series, maybe they want to like, follow like an Issa Rae sort of pattern where it's mm-hmm. a web series and then it's a TV show. But then I meet people who they just strictly want to be on the internet. They have no uh, goals to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What
1: is your goal? Oh, yeah. No, real TV. Real TV. <laughs> real TV. Um, yeah, like yeah, like Eastereye, like high maintenance was another yeah. big, like, another big
0: Broad thing. Broad city mm-hmm. workaholics. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even back, like the Guild is now on like Netflix and is doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, uh, now they're making new episodes, but like, but but the idea, like, you know, if you make high, I, I think you make high quality content for the web, and they say like, oh, this is like this is ready for TV. I made. Mean, Get a bigger budget, of course, but that would yeah, I nice. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, absolutely. Like I, I, like I, I would love season two of the Pantheon to be on mm-hmm. on HBO. Or oh wow, that would be amazing. Good.
2: We, we were thinking Hulu, but we, you know, we don't know how to get there as of right this second. So if you have any tips, let us know. I know I, someone. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know
0: people that have pitched to Hulu. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, people that I know. I don't think anyone I know has a show on Hulu, but yeah. I think I know people with Netflix shows, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, Showtime, but not Hulu. We wouldn't turn down it.
1: No, no, yeah, no. to yeah, no, go. Well, no, like Amazon will just let you throw stuff up there, but yeah, but, but like can't be pick up? No,
0: before? no, like a oh, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. See, like I know engineers at Hulu, but
2: uh, they're <laughs> well, very. They can just but, slip but it's. It in oh, the oh code. no, it, it is
1: their. <laughs> Well separated okay. from the,
2: from
0: yeah, the filmmakers. It's yeah, the it's segment. not, yeah, like the show that I'm working on right now it's a Netflix show, but we are not in the Netflix building. I don't mm-hmm. know anything that go. We're at the studio on the lot, so mm-hmm. I don't know what happens at Netflix. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I I think that's sort of the trajectory of the way things are going now because you know, there is the internet, you sort of can just put stuff out there, especially I think for comedy. Mm -hmm. I feel like for drama, like I honestly haven't seen an example of like a drama show go from... That's a good question. Yeah, Yeah. because I think comedy just lends itself naturally to being more viral, shareable content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if you see some sad dramatic show you know like oh yeah <laughs> this was great you know, i don't i
1: don't know it's but. Like, oh yeah all my yeah I, I bet all my friends want to feel sad for yeah me. right exactly. exactly
0: but i can think of so many like even like instagram comedians mm-hmm. like they now mm-hmm. are on real cast as like actors on real tv shows i've seen that a lot but yeah i think comedy just naturally lends itself to
2: being shared yeah i would say so but I also think, you know, well, it's a question of, you know, like, okay, so even if we didn't get to, you know, go to Hulu or any of the other wonderful places that there are, you know, yeah. if we were able to trip together a little more money, at least I would still want to do a season two. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. No, no,
1: absolutely. It it the It's like, basically, it's the the goal, the goal is to just be able to make a constant like have have the support to just be able to constantly create yeah. mm-hmm. and um so like i said like you know like crowdfunding on the internet that's a full-time job so like yeah. anytime you're spending like okay we're ramping up we're trying to get more folks that's time you're not creating yeah um as opposed to like say if you have you know a network with like a whole infrastructure behind you you can just like create 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 and focus on the on the fun stuff
2: Yeah, and I think, I don't know, for me as a writer-director, it's been sort of like a process of trying to figure out, okay, how much time do I dedicate to marketing myself or the projects I'm working on, and then how much do I give up in terms of being able to create new stuff that then is also a calling card, you know? And Mm. that's kind of the dilemma that I've been in. So for a while, I was going to do this blog, and I was finding it really hard to do it regularly, and I created one post I was really proud of, but then I ultimately took it down... Because I was like, well, all my writing brain is going into writing my blog, like, this is not, I I need to put it into writing scripts, you know, or, you know, I have a goal of uh, drafting a young adult novel this year, and so if I'm too focused on blogging, then I'm not going to be able to do it, so it's this trade-off and then but then also knowing and and having to embrace like okay as an independent filmmaker you know or creator in this day and age marketing is part of the job so I have to build in time and energy for that so it's kind of a you know something that I'm trying to balance I guess you could say
0: yeah and now I think there's so many opportunities To be, you know, just solely an internet creator and not have to be on TV. Mm -hmm. Like my nephew, he's 17. I don't even know watch tv since <laughs> he was like five like uh-huh. everything he watches is youtube uh-huh. and he knows all these people that i have no clue who these people are but then he shows me these people are mi- mi- multi-millionaires and uh-huh. a lot of them are his age or you know in their 20s very young there's kids even five-year-old millionaires doing toy reviews and stuff oh, yeah, so i'm world. like yeah. now it's like i don't know i'm sort of in between because I think as technology grows, I think streaming content will be the norm because Mm -hmm. none of these kids watch live TV. They just stream everything. So I think, I guess, I I guess people won't probably watch TV. There'll still be networks, but I think they'll all be sort of like Netflix, Hulu. You know, all the networks are coming out with their own streaming services. Like that's how I think it will be in the future. And then you will still have independent creators on mm-hmm. youtube and mm-hmm. probably more new platforms because you know i was talking to someone that produces just web content mm-hmm. i and for most of us like i'm like you dan where i my goal is to be on tv like you think you've made it exactly, <laughs> I mean, they exactly. were saying like they would not be on tv just because they have more creative control that's interesting and like i i agree like i'm working on a show right now and even if you're the showrunner at the studio weighs in (laughs) the network weighs in and so she would rather have a smaller audience on the web and maintain complete creative control and she's still making a lot of money hmm Uh, because of her subscriptions and views now on YouTube, like, she Mm -hmm. might... If you have that many views, you can qualify to be making millions of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. She also sells a lot of merchandise. I think that's one thing as an independent creator that we need to think of is multiple streams of revenue. Mm-hmm. Because people are cheap and they don't want to pay for stuff. <laughs> like they don't right. want to pay to watch things, but right. they'll pay for a t-shirt or a mug mm-hmm. or all of these things that they can wear to represent whatever they love. As,
1: as I am drinking out of a podcast.
0: Uh, <laughs> exactly. Right. No. Exactly. But you don't well, do want to pay.
1: Fake merch for the Pantheon? No, we don't. I we we made some like fake merch for like within the show, and then I was like, "Ooh, we should make that." for Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, like, it's tough because like because I do also feel that like when you when you start monetizing your audience, you're kind of cashing in on goodwill yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. And that like, and the thing, and I, I don't know. I you know we're we're definitely not there yet, and partly because I've just kind of been deciding. It, I don't want to really like you know say like, hey, you know, please give us you know 50 bucks every month from a patreon or whatever yeah we're like you you do become beholden to the audience after a while and maybe mm-hmm. it's not the studio giving your notes it's mm-hmm. now like all your patreon subscribers are saying like hey you're you know your content no longer reflects like what we're what we want and then your your patreon money goes down and so you still have your i mean true creative freedom is never really gonna happen because you, <laughs> you gotta you gotta yeah, you got you got to please. I somebody. mean,
0: you can have creative freedom. Will people watch it? Is yeah, right?
1: exactly. Like, can exactly, exactly. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and like, and like <laughs> YouTube. Like, you know, like if you know, we were just doing like uh, instead of like creating like an original show, if we were just like reviewing every trail, every movie trailer <laughs> as it came out and like reacting to it, we'd have like sixty million times more views than we have right now. But like, but it's not. It's not, I, I guess, what, what we were looking to do. Yeah. Right, and, so, and
2: that's the thing, and it takes, you know, I admire the internet creators that are able to put something out every single week, you know, a video mm-hmm. out every single week. That's not my training, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know, it, it, would be, it would be hard for me to, like, oh. really manage that in a way. And so, but they've got it down to a science, you know what I mean? And so... I admire that a lot, but it's, like, not really what I wanted to do, you know, and so, and I think, like, even in terms of, like, audience for the work that I do, maybe sometimes it is more niche, you know what I mean? And so, just how to connect with them, how to how to reach them. In some ways, the internet makes that easier, but um, it's hard to get a bigger budget behind it, I guess you could yeah. say, if that makes but sense.
0: But now there's... Like online production companies, like even we were talking about Issa Rae, like mm-hmm. she has a production company called Color Creative, where she literally just produces web series, mm-hmm. and they're very high quality and like beautifully shot, mm-hmm. but they're all on the internet so i mean i don't watch it (laughs) like i'll be honest but they still have just because i don't watch it millions of other people Mm -hmm. watch it you Mm -hmm. know like i agree
2: where does she put it out it's on
0: youtube i I think you can look up like color creative i want to say dot tv and maybe dot com but she has a show called giants that's supposed to be like very good she Mm. has a, a slate of like online shows that she produces
2: I knew she was getting into that, but yeah, I didn't know. I yeah. didn't watch the results. Yeah. And, and that's what fun things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and, and like, and like for the Pantheon, like yeah, like season two, it could be like entirely us producing it ourselves mm-hmm. again. It could be HBO producing it. Yeah. It could, it could be some, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah, cause T like TV, real TV doesn't, doesn't really mean anything anymore. It's, it's all about having a, The infrastructure, wherever that infrastructure comes from, it's like you know Mm -hmm. YouTube. You know, once you reach a certain level, you can go over to like the YouTube space and they'll let you record there. There's also and they'll provide you some tools. So it's all it's it's wherever it's wherever people come together to make stuff as as a collective. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: I think. I was talking to my friend, one of my Instagram famous friends, <laughs> but she was talking about how like she doesn't believe she would be able to be famous during this time. She started in like Instagram very long ago, or so mm-hmm. she was one of the you know original famous people <laughs> but she's not that famous but you know when she started it was it's much easier yeah now everything is so oversaturated I, we were touched on this before yeah. that it, it's hard to I guess be seen mm-hmm. so um you know when I've t- told people to make web series a lot of times they respond oh everyone has a web series mm-hmm. <laughs> like how can I stand out mm-hmm. so do you have Um, any tips for people and how they can I guess sort of stand out from the crowd Mm -hmm. whether it's a unique idea or a unique marketing structure because I do think that things are oversaturated but people are still every day you know finding Mm -hmm. success Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I mean I don't like it's I, I think one of the reasons why the Pantheon was able to take off as it did is it's something you can talk about in a sentence. And like, mm-hmm. it's like Greek gods running a modern tech company. You're like, whoa, okay. You can get the whole thing. And like, what is that? Six words? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baby, baby shoes, never worn, something like that. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah. And then like, and then it's just voice. It's like, it's just like, you know, not trying to, you know, be, be the next Issa Ray or be the next whoever, just like yourself, and eventually, you know, because you're, what is, so, and then and then as you make different projects, people will follow you because mm-hmm. of your voice, mm-hmm. rather than saying, like, okay, like, I like this concept, but now you're doing something else, and, like, oh, okay, that, that's not for you, but like, yeah, people, it's person-to-person relationships. Yeah. and Especially, because I, I, and I think that's such a big thing about why people go to YouTube and go to Instagram is because they want to feel like a more human connection to the, the people making art for them.
2: Hmm, yeah. That's a good point. And I think you, yeah, you just got to, you have to be yourself, right? Otherwise, why are you doing it, you know? <laughs> it's, um, so, I, and I think you have to have something, right? Either it's unique characters or unique story or, you know, like you said, unique marketing or ideally all of that, but <laughs> at least one of those, right? To kind of stand out from the crowd to a yeah. degree. Right.
0: Look at my notes. So, is there like one thing you'd wish that you had known before you started this? Like any major mistake that you've made that you would warn people against?
1: Um, You kind of, kind of what Becca was saying earlier, where in terms of like, maybe it's a theme that's just kept coming up, it's like consistency. And Mm -hmm. like, if we had been able to set up the show in such a way that we could like have you know all four episodes done or like 10 episodes done in such a manner we can release one a week mm-hmm. and kind of like build an audience week after week after week hey come mm-hmm. back and watch the next installment now as opposed to like hey here's one
0: oh it was hang very around. like yeah.
1: haphazard oh okay yeah, like hang around for a bit and the next one's coming when it's <laughs> ready so that that that's that's the one thing i definitely okay that's a good tip but the nice. thing is, we kept saying that it it's really, <laughs>
2: really hard. Yeah, there, exactly. There are so
1: many moving parts. You know, I think for for the whole season, it was like somewhere between like forty to sixty people. I think. Oh, that's got, a lot. Got like at least some some piece of the puzzle. How,
0: what, why did you need so many people?
1: (laughs) I mean, there's a lot lot of cast. Yeah, 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 there's there's, there's a lot of cast. There's like, I think maybe like 15 to 20 speaking roles Mm -hmm. in the thing. So, so that's a lot there. And then on set. Our crew is pretty small. Our crew is pretty small, but like, like, but the first two episodes we had slightly slightly bigger crew. We shot mm -hmm. with three cameras for the first two episodes, two cameras for the second. Mm -hmm. And then you need like grips. You need, um, Folks coming. Yeah, hair and makeup, costume. f- yeah. costumes, special I'm effects. you a real professional. Yeah, post <laughs> production. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Need, yeah, editor, color.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit of sound. Uh, yeah, yeah, sound. Oh, yeah, a whole sound a
1: bunch good. of different sound yeah. people. Uh, yeah, we had someone come in and like in episode four they like drew little anime cartoons for us. <laughs> oh yeah, this turned
2: out really uh, well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I need to release the full ones online. Yeah, because um, because we 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 had, we had more, she made like more more content that we'd actually fit in the episode. Okay, so was, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Weird. But it, it was great. Um, yeah, so but yeah, you know what? A you, lot know of
2: what? Folks. you know what I will say right, though? Because even with our other web series, we did have that consistency, but we didn't, for whatever reason, we still had, we didn't get as big of an audience as, as the Pantheon has, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I think that's partly the Pantheon Greek gods, everyone studied yeah. it in fifth, sixth grade or college or whenever. So, you know, it also depends on your content, you know what I mean? So, that's probably what I learned is like, okay, so thinking about why are you making this? We were originally making L.A. Picker partly just as to, like, you know, again, test our chops, remember how to do what we do, even for the actors, right? Like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in a lead role in this instead of, like, the supporting roles, you know, that um, that, our, that our lead would sometimes play on, you know, on quote-unquote real TV. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so it was, like, a good resume builder for us, but we didn't connect to as big an audience because our audience was not quite, as broad you know so mm. how do you connect to a bigger audience well it depends on the project so that's yeah. probably my biggest learning
1: yeah i mean like yeah we we've had like our level of success in like bigger stuff what was the one where it's jane austen the diet something diaries yeah yeah the um lizzie, lizzie bennett, bennett diaries, diaries. Yeah, yeah yeah and i and i think for like for short form web content like it is really helpful when people are like hey here's this thing you know yeah oh, And it's good. a riff on it so mm-hmm. we say like okay here's here's hades but like this is our our take on Hades and this mm-hmm. is, you know, like Laura's take on Hades and like yeah so people so, so like bitches. Hades is a girl yeah I'm like Hades I remember yeah, so Hades. from Hercules right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're so you're you're halfway you meet him halfway there people, it's like it's not like hi I'm I'm Bob it's like okay who's that's Bob? True. It's like, oh Bob was born in Michigan and now he's living in LA like I don't you, you, <laughs> there, you, there's a lot of ramp up to that's a actually
0: a good tip is. for people to try to take something that's already like prominent in pop culture and put mm-hmm. your own twist on it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it helps, too, that the Greek gods are in the public domain. Yeah. yeah. So it's like- what
0: Did you guys see some, like, clip went viral of... This dude filmed like a Fresh Prince version, but it was dramatic. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I saw it, it went viral, and yeah, it was like a really intense, dramatic <laughs> version of like the Fresh Prince theme song. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and people really liked it. I I thought it was a bit too much, <laughs> but like that was a really creative thing to do, and it was really beautifully shot too. Oh, nice. So yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, directors have had, like, a lot of success. There was, uh, or, or success slash controversy. There was, like, a Power Rangers one someone oh, did I a while back. Oh, I didn't see that or, like, one. Yeah, all the Power Rangers are, like, doing drugs. Oh, <laughs> that's it's, too like, much. <laughs> I don't want to see that. But that's, like, the reaction. But like, <laughs> but, like, people pay attention to it. Yeah, and, that's... And, like, because you're not looking necessarily to make money off the first thing.
0: So no, it's, not, like, it's just you know, a way to, like, gain here. a following mm-hmm. and people will... Tune in for your next project. Um oh. one of I know this woman who's a an author, but she just writes she's like an independent author, all mm-hmm. self publishes, but she's able to make a lot of money and she said her strategy was that she always writes series of books. But mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she'll make the first one free to hook mm-hmm. people in and then they'll pay uh, for the rest well, of the series. A good, and I'm like that-, strategy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I borrow that. Yeah idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that will be good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hope like I I I'd love for like if, again if we do season two of the Pantheon, like like maybe it'll be behind a paywall, maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So the, the do first you, season will still be out there. Do <laughs> you
0: have plans for season two?
1: Yeah. Oh man, like I. You have the ideas for yeah, it. Right? We got, yeah, we got yeah. have yeah. some really really great ideas. Um, and I'm excited, and like you know the cast really loves doing it, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'd love to get them back. And it, and it's a lot of fun working on sex. One yeah. thing is like they. They bring so much to it, like all like a lot of the best jokes in the show, like come from like just like stuff coming out. Of
0: heads, oh, like, okay, it's saying. not even, and they're not like you said. A lot of them are just people that worked at the company, right? Oh uh, some some are, some oh, are okay. like they're
1: they're all they're all like working
0: actors. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I thought yeah, it was like just a bunch of like tech people. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah no, it's it's all. Yeah, like yeah, they're all they're all doing really good stuff. A lot of improv folks, a lot of stand up. Um but um yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Season two, uh, there there's so many ways we can go with it. Like there there's so many and even like there's all the characters that have that are in it so far, like all the all the gods we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and, a lot of a uh,
0: lot you can do with that yeah, world. There, there are
1: other gods from like other pantheons. Yeah, that, uh, exactly. If 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 you like really listen to the show, like there there's some hints that like it's 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 like Marvel, you know. It's
2: Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Crossing hey, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, <laughs> billions of dollars,
1: right, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and like and just like being able to riff off of like the classic myths and like just like all the crazy stuff I see in the tech industry day to day. Like, it, it all ah, there's so many opportunities. I, right.
0: So, you're I, just waiting to get funding, or what's yeah, yeah, up?
1: it's it's really yeah, it's finding what the what the infrastructure is going to be because like. You know, to get those millions of dollars on YouTube, you need to be getting tens of millions yeah, of views mm-hmm. every single week. Um, that ain't us
2: <laughs> as of right but now. As, anyway. a, as of yeah. right
1: now, but uh, but yeah, because like because we're you know it's it's like HBO like HBO. Um, you remember like Girls, the show yeah. Girls, yeah. like they were getting like less than like half a million views per episode for their last season. Wow. But because they're, you know, because it's HBO and it's prestige television. They don't really
0: care about ratings, which is very interesting. They care more about cultural impact. Mm -hmm. Like I was talking Mm -hmm. to someone who has a show at HBO and Mm -hmm. they said, like, a lot of their shows are not, they don't pull in millions of viewers, but they have such a cultural impact and people are talking about it. Like girls, Mm -hmm. people, you know, I sorry Lena Dunham I don't like that show <laughs> but, <laughs> but like it was a cultural You're phenomenon mm-hmm. yeah, so even like... if the the views it's weird because I'm like how can it be a cultural phenomenon if no one's watching it right. <laughs> but, right. like but it, it's very interesting that they don't really care about viewership as much as like how much people are talking about it whereas network it's very mm-hmm. different you mm-hmm. have to pull in those numbers or mm-hmm. You'll yeah. get canceled.
1: And yeah, I think, yeah, it's it, you just need the the core the core viewership, whatever that's going to be. And, like, I think it's something It's like, if you're a band, if you have, I think it's, like, 10,000 people who will go to a concert for you, you're set.
0: Yeah, I um,
1: agree. So, yeah, so, so yeah. it's basically, I, I, I fully believe the Pantheon can pull in that sustaining number for, like, a prestige television brand or television group and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just about us us getting in front of them and
0: that's making it happen. cool well good luck to you <laughs> thank you so i much. enjoy the show i'm sure you can get it in front of those people like that <laughs> and <laughs> I, it's funny because i feel like my goal in creating my web series is not necessarily i mean if it gets to be a show maybe i don't know <laughs> right. I, I, you know my goal right now i guess is just to be staffed on a show and so i feel like for me, this is just like a portfolio piece to mm-hmm. show, like, mm-hmm. hey, I write this show. But If someone wants to make it a show, that's cool. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that everyone, you know, as creators, we all have different goals. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be on TV, if you want to be on the web, if you mm-hmm. want to get staffed, if you want to develop a show. But it, whatever your goal is, just important to, to do what you want to do, be consistent, and to, yeah just spread the word no matter what your goal is and thank you for being on the show i enjoyed talking to both of you hopefully there's season two if there is you can come back tell us about season two
2: awesome (laughs) love to hear that thank you so much for having us thank you for having us thanks for doing the podcast it's amazing
0: no no i love doing the podcast i make no money off of this (laughs) (laughs) i need to find out a way i need to apply this advice right, exactly. to myself and a figure I can sponsor. make some money. Of yeah. It. But um, yeah. So can you tell everyone like where can, they can learn about the Pantheon or your personal work, Becca, any, anything you want to share with the audience? Oh, I'll
2: go first in this case. Yeah. So I, I have a website, Rebecca, dot com. Um, and, uh, it's got some of my work up there. Um, I have a couple different projects on Seed and Sparks, pla- Seed and Sparks, why can't I say that? Seed and Sparks platform, if people want to check that out. And then the Pantheon is?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, the Pantheon, uh, com slash the Pantheon. And then, um, you can also follow us on the socials, uh, it's Pantheon series and Pantheon, so... Okay, oh, oh, you talk about one of my biggest regrets for the whole show. Uh, So the show is called The Pantheon. Uh, Pantheon spelled normal, P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N. But the company, the fake company within the show is called Pantheon, but spelled with a Y. Oh. So on social media, it's really confusing, (laughs) and and no one cares. (laughs) But it it matters because, uh, so the show, youtube.com slash the Pantheon spelled normal. On social media, were Pantheon Series, Pantheon with a Y. Oh. Uh, yeah, Pantheon, yeah, so Pantheon Series, P-A-N-T-H-Y-O-N, on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please do myself and yourself, let's let's keep it real, yourself a favor by going on Instagram and following us at Stuff I Don't Like podcast. You can also visit us on the internet, the interweb at stuffidontlike.net i'd also love for you to check out the cartoon web series that i've been working on it's a comedy it's hilarious you'll love it and follow that on instagram at julisa j-u-l-i-s-a underscore who W-H-O Follow that on Instagram And go to our website JulissaWho.com And if you're in the LA area We're having a premiere party August 10th You can find out more information about that On the website But I'm gonna be there Julissa who's a co-star And creator of the show is gonna be there There's gonna be music Drinks Comedy performances it's gonna be dope so check that out and thanks always remember to subscribe rate and review the stuff I don't like podcast if you haven't done so already tell your friends tell your kids tell your wife tell your husband tell whoever and thanks for listening to the show see you next week guys